Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Mind Podcast. For the next six days, we are going to be talking about the fruits of the Spirit. And on episode one of the fruits of the Spirit, we are going to be talking about the nine-part fruit. And we'll start by reading a quote by Tim Keller. And it says, The the Spirit-filled development of Christ-like character is liberating. The spirit-filled development of Christ-like character is liberating because it brings us closer to being the people we were designed to be, the people our spirit-renewed art wants to be. And I'll read that quote again by Tim Keller. The spirit-filled development of Christ-like character is liberating. Because it brings us closer to being the people we were designed to be. The people our spirit renewed hearts wants to be. And I am led to read it again for the third time. This is a quote by Tim Keller. And it says, The spirit-filled development of a Christ-like character is liberating. Because it brings us closer to being the people we were designed to be. The people our spirit-renewed hearts wants to be. Now going into the devotion. The, the fruit of the spirit is listed in Galatians 5. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These qualities make up the fruit. There are not nine different fruits. It's a nine-part fruit. The fruit is like an orange. And inside the orange, there are numerous slices. So imagine that each slice of the orange is one aspect of the fruit of the Spirit. The original Greek word for fruit in Galatians chapter 5 is kapos. And and one definition means a result of something. When the fruit of the Spirit is displayed in our lives, it is a sign that or a result that we are being led to led by the Spirit of God. Just like the branches of a grapevine have to be connected to the vine in order to bear grapes, the fruit of the Spirit is evidence of being connected to Christ. Why was the fruit of the Spirit even mentioned? because of the five verses preceding it they mentioned sinful acts including sexual immorality impurity idolatry hatred jealousy fits of rage selfish selfish ambition and drunkenness you see we have this thing called the flesh and it is all of our human desires our flesh wants wants things that prevents god's holy spirit from leading us fully in fact galatians chapter 5 verse 17 says the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh the bottom line is you can be led by the flesh or you can choose to be led by the spirit but you can never be led by both is not possible one always outweighs the other so choose your one they are in constant conflict the flesh and the spirit are in constant conflict both can't lead you 
at the same time. Probably the most beautiful part of the passage in verse 23 is that we are told that there is no law against them. In fact, it would be true to say that we can exhibit the fruit without any limits or restrictions. We can never show too much love. We can never show too much joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now that's a goal to strive for. With each day of this plan, we'll go into greater detail about the nine parts of this fruit, distinguish it from spiritual gifts, and learn how to fully live by the Spirit. As we grow in our understanding, we'll recognize how the fruit is manifested in our lives and in the lives of others as well. Here is a question to reflect on. Do you feel the war between your flesh and the spirit? In what areas in your life do you feel it the most? I would advise you journal all of your this question and also journal the answer. Read it over and over again and pray to the Holy Spirit to guide you on, on the way you should go. I'm going to read the Bible verse, Galatians chapter 5, verses 17 to 23. I read, For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you do not do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft. Hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. I read from the NIV version. And that is the end of this episode. And I hope that the Holy Spirit will, will continue to be the one to lead you through your life journey. Until next time, I'm Samantha. Welcome, welcome to another amazing episode of the Scriptural Mind Podcast. Today, we are going to be t- talking about the fruits and the gifts, which is adapted from our six-day series of the fruits of the Spirit. So today we are going to be starting with a quote from Christine King. And I read, If the light that is on you is brighter than the light that is in you, the light that is on you will destroy you. I will read that again. This is a quote from Christine King. If the light that is on you is brighter than the light that is in you, the light that is on you will destroy you. And as I did the last time, for the last episode, I'm going to read it the third time. This is a quote by Christine Kane, and it says, If the light that is on you is brighter than the light that is in you, the light that is on you 
will destroy you. That is such a powerful quote. Now getting into the devotional, I read. The nine-part fruit listed in Galatians chapter 5 shouldn't be confused with spiritual gifts that are mentioned in the Bible. Gifts such as leadership, wisdom, pastoring, encouragement, knowledge, and prophecy are given by the Spirit for the purpose of building up believers. The fruit, however, is produced by the Spirit and is developed and displayed in us when we yield ourselves to God's Spirit. If we want to know how we are growing as Christ followers, we shouldn't focus on how gifted we are or how well we use our gifts. No, it's the evidence of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives that shows our spiritual maturity. Not that our gifts aren't valuable or vital. They are. It's just that we can operate in our gifts while we, we are gratifying our flesh because, because they are beyond us. Exhibiting the fruits of the Spirit is a manifestation of a transformed life by the power of God. It isn't uncommon to see men and women operate in their spiritual gifts, but then immediately but then immediately act in a sinful way. I'm sorry, I'll take that again. It isn't uncommon to see men and women operate in their spiritual gifts, but then immediately act in a sinful way. Why? Because God will use whomever he wants, whenever he wants, and however he wants. Maybe you've seen someone preach the most powerful sermon at a church or conference only to see them spill hatred to others at a later time. Or perhaps a person may give generously generously of their time to impact those less unf- uh, those less fortunate but then turn around and be incredibly pa- impatient and rude with their own children the converse is also true there are people all over the world who continue who are continually exhibiting the fruit of the spirit in their daily lives they may be serving behind the scenes visiting someone in the hospital or offering their time by being with a friend in need, their contribution to building up believers may not be flashy but their character is deep because they have chosen to deny their flesh and walk in the fruit of the spirit. The gifts receive far more attention and accolades than the quiet, almost eating fruit of the spirit, yet it doesn't really take tremendous effort to operate in our gifts. The fruits of the Spirit, on the other hand, involves the difficult task of dying to self every single day. The fruit may not be shouting for attention, but be rest assured, we always know when the fruit is present in our lives and when it is not. Now here is a question to reflect on. Do you feel it's easier for you to live out your spiritual gift than walk in the fruit of the Spirit? Until next time, I'm Samantha.